You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. I want to thank you for listening today. My name is Pastor Michael Eton. I'm your host, as well as I serve as a senior pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And we're so glad that you're listening to our podcast. I also serve as co-founder of A Word from the Lord Ministry, Inc., before we get into the word today, I want to tell you about our ministry. It is our vision here to share the Bible teaching ministry of myself and my lovely wife. Uh, we want to use mass media to expose Christ's teaching through us to the widest audience as possible. Uh, our vision is to use movies, television, radio social media conferencing and the arts and our written books to equip the body of Christ. And the way that we continue in this ministry is through the vision is made possible by the generous donation of the people who support Word from the Lord Inc., which is a registered 501c3 organization. And if God uses this ministry today to encourage your heart, mind, and soul in Christ Jesus, we want to consider, I want you to consider whether you can support our ministry. Visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. Again, our website is www.awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. All spelled out. You can call us at our 800 number, 1-855-510-1397. Again, our number is 1-855-510-1397. And today we want to thank you for tuning in. And now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church. It is Sunday, March the 3rd. And I'm starting my new series today entitled Barely entitled barely there's some people who are listening at the sound of my voice and you're barely making it this series will bless your heart mind and soul but today we're going to be sharing a message entitled barely making money we're going to look at malachi chapter 3 verses 10 through 12 malachi chapter 3 verses 10 through 12 and now without any further ado let's get to the word financially. Uh, they love God with all their hearts and they're not able to give like they used to give. And uh, they feel like that they're barely making it. They're in a marriage where they feel like that they're barely making it. But this month we pray that God would encourage our hearts, minds, and soul as we're going to cover the subjects of barely making money. That's today. Barely making manna. A barely making it mother, a barely making it mob, a barely making it might, that widow's might, a barely making it march, a barely making it might. And we're standing on this text all month long, not by might, but nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And barely making it Messiah. And on Easter, or Resurrection Sunday, barely making it man. But today, we're going to talk about barely making money. Barely making money. And I need somebody to get a calculator out. 
Uh, so I'm going to ask some questions as I share today. I want you to get a calculator out uh, on your phones or however you do it. Some, some can do it through their heads or in their heads. So but we're going to look at today uh, Malachi chapter 3 verses 10 through 12. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God. Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. This is the NIV. Reads a little different than the King James because we know that King James by heart. But let's uh, read this uh, uh, on three. One, two, three. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops, and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Then all the nations will call you blessed, for yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Today, we're talking about Barely making money. Barely making money. We're going to talk on around three points. The Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about the tide of money, the test of money, and the testimony of money. The tide of money, the test of money, and the testimony of money. And we want Christians to know today that Christians should give to God and be blessed and protected by God. Let me say that again. Christians should give to God and be blessed and protected by God in Jesus' name. We're going to look at this brief video, then we'll get to the word. Now listen, Holly and I, when we first got married, we committed immediately and said, man, we are always going to bring our tithes and offerings to the Lord. Tithe literally means 10%. That's what the word means. And listen, I was a poor assistant youth pastor when I got married, and she was still a student in school. So I made about $24,000 a year, and that's what we had to live on. And, and there were months, there were weeks when I didn't know if, how the bills were going to get paid. But would you know that God always provided? We were never late on anything. There was always food on the table, and God always provided. Why did God always provide and bless us? It's because I believe we were obedient. We were always obedient to give our first and our best to the Lord, and that's never changed throughout our entire marriage, and God has always been faithful. Even through tough times, he's always been faithful. And listen, I'm not a prosperity guy. I'm not saying, man, you give your 20 bucks, your 100 bucks, your $1,000 tithe, and God's gonna return that tenfold. No, <laughs> that's not how it works. We operate out of worship and out of obedience, and because we are obedient, that automatically brings blessing. That's what follows obedience, church. Blessing always follows obedience. So God blesses us in all different kinds of ways. He blesses us in our relationships. He blesses us in our friendships. He blesses us in our families. God blesses us in all kinds of different ways. It's not that he's going to return your money to you, but you will see blessing, I promise. So I encourage you, if you haven't made that a, uh, an act of obedience and worship in your own life, I encourage you to make tithes and offerings an act of obedience and worship and just see what God will do. This is the only thing in Scripture where God says, test me in this church, test me in this, uh, because I will prove myself faithful. 
Amen. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and give the benediction. All right. <laughs> when a man robbed God, mm, yeah. most of us who go up in the church on every Sunday. Now listen, Holly and I, when uh -oh, we first got Wait a minute, brother, you ain't had your problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Better get on up out of here. <laughs> Well, a man robbed God, as I said before. Most yeah. of us who grew up in the church, every time we had this offering, we'd have the preacher, and the preacher would say, Will a man rob God? Amen. That was a standard text for all the National Baptists or who we're affiliated with every Sunday. Some of y'all are watching my hand right now. Make sure I ain't gonna pull a dollar or something mm. like that. <laughs> Will a man mm. rob God? Mm. All right. That's what God had in this context. Will he rob God? Mm -hmm. And in this text, uh, we were taught wrong because we were taught that God said to give 10%, and that's wrong. Said preacher, why is that wrong? Mm -hmm. Because if you go up and read the text in context, it, he says to bring all the tithes and what? Offerings. And offerings. Mm -hmm. So if we go by what we taught, then most of us in here have been robbing God for years. Woo! I already hit you right in the mm. If we go by what we were taught in the church, we were robbing God because we only gave him 10%. You've heard me say that again time and time again. That's God's minimum wage. All right. It was both tithes and offerings. I heard Dr. Evans say if you add it all up, it'll be about 22% of all of our income to support this place, mm -hmm. which was the second temple, Israel's temple. Right. Uh, and also supported those who supported the temple, like the priests, like myself. I'd be considered New Testament term like a priest. Mm -hmm. Well, a man robbed God, we ask the question even today, and I just wanted to do a little mathematical equation. So we're just going to go by the basics. I told some of you to pull out your calculators. Does anybody know the minimum wage here in Oklahoma? $7.85. Ooh, $7.85. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I make the $7.85 and I work 40 hours a week, can you tell me how much my tithe should be? And while you're calculating that, uh, the minimum wage in California, I think, is $16. Cost, right. cost of living, the minimum wage in New York, $15. Massachusetts, $15. Most of the states down south seven something. Did anybody calculate that? Yeah. How much is it? $31.40. times 52 is what? Hmm. 
And I think waiters, they do, they, they get paid like two something, but they have to depend upon uh, tips. tips, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's how they make it over, and that's why we tell you never to rob a waiter, because that's part of how they get their money. Okay, so but if you are not paying that much on a yearly basis, guess what? You're robbing God! You're robbing God! But okay, okay, that's the minimum. That's the minimum wage for saying that you're a professional person. Mm -hmm. And you make a good salary. Say that uh, professional person, you got your degree, uh, two degrees, and, and you're making $60,000 a year. Can anybody calculate what should be your tithes on $60,000 a year? Do the calculation. $60,000. $60,000. $60,
tenth. That's over fifty million. Fifty million dollars with a man of God. <laughs> we were boasting about five thousand, and we should get on conservative accounts. We should have been getting fifty thousand dollars, but we were only getting five. I mean, fifty million. We were only getting five million. Woo! With a man of God. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> from the pulpit, on television, 
The preacher said, keep it. <laughs> it's easy for me to say, keep it because men from many folk is already kept. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Because they're going to give out of their hearts. Mm -hmm. and, but the Bible said, don't give reluctantly or what? Under compulsion. Right. Right. To give under compulsion. You know why? Because people learn to manipulate how to take an offering. You want to raise an offering? Ah, mm. oh, get that compulsion moving. Mm. Start a thousand dollar line. Mm. They want to get in that line to give because they want to be seen. Yeah. Right. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but they want to be seen, and some of them in the line ain't even giving a thousand. <laughs> 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 Hello. Somebody, you want to you want to pull an offer? Uh, let me stand up there and say, "Well, I got a hundred dollars today. Is there anybody gonna match it in public?" Oh yeah, Absolutely. and people will give a hundred not because they love the Lord, <laughs> they give it because they want to be seen giving. Hello, somebody. They give under compulsion. Hello, somebody. That's why I don't think I ever done that. I may have done it once or twice, but I don't remember. But God wants you to get out of your heart. He wants you to not be reluctant. He wants you to be what? Uh, not under compulsion. Right. For what? God loves a cheerful giver. Woo! That should be the biggest time of worship. Is doing this offering time. We should be yeah, glorifying yeah. God. Right. We should be praising His holy name because God loves a, a cheerful giver. Uh, what makes a cheerful giver when you're happy to give? Hell, mm -hmm. somebody. When you're happy to give, that's what makes a cheerful giver. And that's why I say, oh, you want to determine your offering? Oh, can you get one dollar? Does that make you happy? Then get that one dollar. <laughs> That's another thing you never hear from the pulpit. <laughs> if you can get 20 and it makes you happy, give that 20. If you can give 100 and it makes that makes you happy, then give the 100. If you give a thousand and it makes you happy, give it. For the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Yes. Lord loves to forgive me. You say, now isn't this sermon supposed to be about not barely making it, barely making money? Mm -hmm. So why are you talking about giving? Stay tuned. All right. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Barely making money. I'm barely making it, You don't know. Mm -hmm. You know how much I get paid. I'm barely making it. Mm -hmm. You talking about getting 10 percent way? Then you said 22 percent? You, you done lost your ever-loving mind, preacher. You done lost your ever-loving mind, think I, I already not making my bills. And I know five, some of y'all ain't making a bill because they called church looking for you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry. I know snitches get stitches, so I don't say nothing. <laughs>
back in Malachi, that was the only place in the Bible where it says to test God. The only place. Now that's foundational. That's foundational. Because uh, the devil tried to get Jesus to test God. Right. But Jesus had to rebuke him three times because you're not supposed to test God. How you going to test God? Put God to the test. That's like your, your child saying, I'm going to test you today. Tell somebody. That, that's unimaginable. But the text does say, it tests me in this, says the Lord Almighty. Try me in this, in what? In giving. Now, the context was tithes and offering. But the New Testament principle is whatever you decide to give from your heart. Try God. All right. And see, want to do something for you. Amen. You know, that's the reason why the preachers say, want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. That's somebody that's tried God. Hello, somebody. Want to do it? Yes, he'll do it. Amen. Says the Lord Almighty. He will do it. But check this out. This is why we look at the tenth as a standard and the offering as a standard because what? Remember this. Okay, you thought you got away with something. <laughs> Whatever, whoever sows what sparingly is going to do what? Preach sparingly. Hello. So that little $1 bill that you give in the offering, guess what? You're going to reach sparingly that $1 bill. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Ah, with that, that ten dollar bill that you felt good and giving, don't let your feelings make you miss your blessings. Oh, All right, well. amen. Let me say that again. Mm. Mm -hmm. Don't let your feelings make you miss your blessings because you feel like you can't make it. You feel like you can't give to God because you're too stressed up. I'm only making a minimum wage. I can't give nothing. I, I'm too, I'm stressed out. Tell somebody. Mm -hmm. Maybe the reason that you are stressed out is because you don't give. Mm -hmm. Remember the man said he don't just give financially. Mm -hmm. Maybe the reason why you're struggling in your business is because you don't. Maybe, maybe the reason why you're struggling in your marriage is because you don't give. Maybe the reason why your children are acting crazy because he can bless you all kinds of ways. Amen. When you try him. Amen. Right. So it says, if you want to be cheap towards God, then God's going to be cheap towards you. Mm. Amen. Ooh, that's what people don't realize. That's why they don't teach this on the television. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody, but here's a good thing. Here's a good thing. He said, but whoever sows what? Generously will what? Also reap generously. Do we have any generous givers in the house? Hello, somebody. Well, did you pass the test this morning? <laughs> Are you barely giving? That's why you barely making it. Let me say that again. Are you barely giving? That's why you barely making it. You are sowing sparingly. Oh, 
You sow generously. What is generous giving? Generous giving is God's able to get that whole check sometimes. It's not just 10%. It's happened to me many times where I go off, I preach, I put somebody on my heart, and he just says, give it, give it to them. This wasn't for you. Give it to them. Mm -hmm. You know how many uh, meals I've missed? None. <laughs> Hello, somebody. You know how many uh, bills I've missed? Hello, somebody. Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, people look at me on the outside. You've heard me say it many times, too. I'm the richest man in town. I tell you, the banker who lives down the street, who's retired now, will say, I don't know what that man's talking about. <laughs> but what I'm talking about is that God doesn't don't just bless you financially. He blessed other areas. I'm the richest man in town. I'm the richest man in town because I get to go preach with the bishops. I said, I think that was Wednesday night. So one of my friends said, Eternal's going to California to preach with the bishops. How does that happen? I believe because I give. Hello, somebody. Uh, uh, all these great opportunities to travel and all. And, and, and I believe it's just Eternal's being recognized because we give all generously. That first aid ministers, wives, and widows. Oh, man, that was lavish giving. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, God wants to bless Sister right. Eton yeah. with a lifetime achievement award. Yes. All right. Say work so hard that your idols become your rivals. And, and we're not rivals in the ministry, but mm -hmm. this man's known all over the country. Mm, right. Everybody knows him. Right. Ah, uh, when he sees me, he treats me like a, I'm, I'm his buddy. Mm -hmm. Always uh, playing with me. <laughs> <laughs>
but got season tickets mm -hmm. well, to the Sooner game. Well, right? Or to the Cowboys game. Mm -hmm. Hell, somebody. Or the Dallas Cowboys game. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my buddies want me to go to the Cowboys game. Mm -hmm. I thought about it. But I thought about, whoa, how much it costs. <laughs> it's like, uh oh. But guess what? I've given that amount many times to many different people. God has my heart, not the Cowboys. All right. Amen. Yes, sir. Are you the thing? Does God have your heart? He says, try me in this. In the Old Testament, now he's saying, here, try me. You want to you wanna, uh, give sparingly? Try it and see what happens. But if you want to give generously, try it and see what happens. All right. Test them. And I can guarantee you your test is going to uh, end up in a testimony. All right. Amen. Amen. my next point. You barely making money. You've heard me say this a time or two. I cannot afford not to give. Let me say it again. Bad English, but good theology. I cannot afford to not give. Because God says in the Old Testament that he's going to open the windows of heaven. The King James, the newer version says, open the floodgates of heaven. And you know that man wrote that song about opening the floodgates of heaven and letting it rain. Except he don't tell the context of how it's going to rain. It has to rain between because of your tithes and offering in the Old Testament. The way you make it rain in the New Testament is to give generously. And what it says, see, you test me, the testimony, see if I want to open the floodgates of heaven and what pour out much blessings that there will be, what? Not be room enough to store it. Is there anybody here that don't have room enough to store it? I don't mean to tell my business, but I got too much stuff. <laughs> I, I say all the time, I get more by accident than most people get on purpose. Just, just, don't, just don't have enough room. Hello, somebody. Is there anybody here? And once again, I say I'm the richest man in town, but the banker would say, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and some people look at my life and try to figure out how we get what we get. We get what we get because God is opening the floodgates of heaven. I'm not a millionaire. I'm not. I'm barely a thousandaire. <laughs> 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 it might take a few Few weeks in a month to get that down. Tell somebody. <laughs> but you look at my life and it looks like I'm really, really blessed. Mm -hmm. I got point to God. Yes. Amen. Amen. Anywhere I go. Yes. I'm standing next to a mega church pastor. And they think both of us are mega church pastors. <laughs> Hell, let me say that again. He, he's preaching the oh, 5,500, 10,000. We, we, we be at the same place. It's only by God's grace. That's all things. It's God. It's yeah. God. And sometimes I'm even sitting higher than some of those guys. What is it? It's God 
us on every occasion. You see, that's the kind of church that God likes to bless right. with new members and new births in the household of the Lord. He likes all to put them in a place where they are cheerful and cheerfulness is in their giving. Right. Oh, not only giving financially, but giving their services and their right. behalf. Amen. You have been very generous. I want to meet every occasion when a family loses a loved one. It does my heart happy to be able, oh, to provide what we do here at the Bethlehem Church. Oh, because most churches don't do that. In Jesus' name, I want to be generous. I want to be more generous. In Jesus' name, on every occasion. Come on. Right. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. And it mm -hmm. says, and through us, your generosity will what? Result, Result in, in thanksgiving, thanksgiving to God. Result in thanksgiving to God. I'm appreciative. Appreciative of my bishop. Mm. Guess what? I praise my God. Amen. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. One time I couldn't make rent. That same person, oh, about 30 years ago. I mean, it was a big struggle. I was praying. And God led uh, another single brother to give me $100 to make my rent. And man, that just, man, it just blew my mind. And he said he was never led to do that before nor after. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, praise the Lord, glory. Thank you, Jesus, because you hear my prayers. Thank you, Jesus, because you answer my prayers. Oh, I was in a bad way at a bad time. But you moved in the heart of another saint. And that saint gave. And I praise God for that saint. And that's what God wants to do here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. He wants us all to build on our generosity. Woo! All right. Let me say it because we, we are a pretty good giving church. But to build on our generosity. That we might glorify God. Yes, sir. Amen. And that it might lead to praise to God. Praise to God. A stingy person. Give God a praise. In the household of God. Well, say they know him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But they stage. You can't be stagey. Amen. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. Truly know God with your heart because that's what you get from. Right. Amen. It's yeah. from your heart. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. You having problems? Mm. Barely making money? Mm. It's probably because. You're barely giving money. Well, God says today, if you've been guilty of any of the calculations that we talked about, I told you, get your calculators out. I'm going to do the numbers. Well, It's time to repent and change from our wicked ways. Yes. As we enter into our time of the Lord's Supper. Mm -hmm. 
It's a good time to repent for our stanchiness or any other sin that easily entangles us. And before we take the Lord's Supper, we can't be in a hurry. I know I'm already five minutes over. We can't be in a hurry. Right. We've got to take some time to confess our sins unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a brief moment yes. to confess your sins yes, to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And then I will lead us in the Lord's Supper. Mm -hmm. All eyes closed, heads about with saints are praying now. Mm -hmm. Asking God to forgive us for our lack of generosity, our lack of Service our lack of mm, all right. holy, all right. that's it, that's it, sexually, mm -hmm. holy financially, mm -hmm. holy emotionally, not doing anything outside of our body. But Jesus says to even look upon a woman and to lust is commit adultery in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Something we've seen this last month that we need to repent from. So I'm going to pause right now, give you an opportunity to see God's face, and then I'm going to lead us in prayer. Told us about that. And your 
word to do this in remembrance of me. Remembrance yes, that you're coming back again. Remembrance that the trait that great trumpet will sound. Those who are dead in Christ will rise first. Yes, those Lord. of us who may the body will be caught up in an instant in the twinkling of an eye. And we shall forever be with you, Father. That's what we're reminded of today, Father, in Jesus' name. Be in a place where there's no more dying, no more crying, no more heartaches, no more tears. The right. tears that we have on our fingers and around our necks will be under our feet as we walk the streets of gold and go up to the pearly gates, Father. And we shall forever be with you, Father. This world is not our home. We're just passing through. Just trying to fulfill the mission of Jesus as we learn about in the Sunday school so that we can take as many people with us for that great trumpet sound. So we be a great salvation place. When that trumpet will sound, we hear a heavenly chorus of those who are part of the body of Christ right here at Bethlehem Baptist Church. We do this, And remember, so Jesus. Please, Father, create in us a clean heart, O Lord, as we confess our sins unto you. Forgive us, wash us, cleanse us, that we might be in right fellowship with you, Lord, yourself, that we might be in right relationship with you as we leave this place, Father. In Jesus' name, what God said, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Would you please stand? Thank you for listening once again to A Word from the Lord, the podcast. My name again is Pastor Michael Eaton. I'm your host for today's program. I want to thank you uh, for tuning in and also would encourage you if this uh, program encourage your hearts, minds, and soul in Christ Jesus, we want to pray that you would sow a seed into this ministry. We thank those who gave the end of the year gift. Last year, I want to encourage those who are listening and who are encouraged in the ministry um, to give. Visit our website at uh, www.awftlwithdrmichaelandkimberlyeton.org. Again, our website is www.awftlwithdrmichaelandkimberlyeton.org. Our phone number is one. 855-510-1397. Again, our phone number is 1-855-510-1397. And you can support our ministry by giving us a call or visiting our website. There are two initiatives up there, the encouragement initiatives. You can get four books for $60 in the Hang In There Encouragement Initiative and also uh, for a gift of any cost, you can get the book entitled The Secret to My Best Life. You're starting in the new year, and if you want to know the secret to your best life, you need to start with God first.